Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. <laughs> Well, hello, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish and delighted to host Love Light. And I'm so thrilled for you to be joining us live on the Voice America Network to inspire a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. We have an amazing guest on our show today, but I'd like for us to center ourselves in a Love Light meditation to get us in tune to the present moment. So let's quiet our minds, close your eyes, and we'll take three slow, deep cleansing breaths on the count of three. One, inhale, exhale. Two, inhale, exhale. And three, inhale, Exhale. Continue breathing at your regular pace. Imagine a big cloud of vibrant white light. Immerse yourself in this energy and see yourself glow. Feel the energy of love, peace, and joy. This is who you really are, the source of love within. Take a moment to bathe in this calming healing energy of pure divine love. Commit to being light. Now focus on your heart. Love lives here. Whisper gently, I am worthy. I am light. I am love. And on the count of three, bring yourself back. One, two, three. And so it is. Revisit this place as often as you like to remind you of the shining love light within. Who doesn't desire a life of love? We do this by nurturing ourselves, living in gratitude and being joyful. Every thought, feeling and action has a vibrational energy and what you think about activates a vibration within you. Rumi quotes, the universe is not outside of you. Look inside yourself. Everything that you want, you already are. Carl Jung, one of my favorite psychoanalysts, quotes, your vision will become clear when you look into your heart and who looks inside awakens. Having been a victim of myself immersed in negative thoughts, I attracted just about everything that did not serve my highest good and even ill health from which I recovered. While reading a book, the author asked to look around at your life. You attracted this. You created this. And I initially went into a fear mode, but then up-leveled my spiritual practice. And born of this struggle and reclaiming my power, I authored my second book, Journey to Wholeness, Reflections for Transforming Your Life. And I'm still learning and growing. So we're vibrating and creating each moment. How do you let go of thoughts you don't need? How do you lift your vibration? How can you heal yourself? And how do you live a heart-centered life? Our show today, Raising vibration, raising Consciousness to the Vibration of Love, with guest Millie Derricks, who hails from uh, Mexico. She's joining us today. She's the author of Befriending the Wolf, The Guide to Living and Thriving with Lupus. Millie healed herself demonstrated being the master of herself from debilitating illness lupus, and she reclaimed her power, trained in thanatology, having a master's in Erickson psychotherapy. She realized how important it is to take care of our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of ourselves. So we welcome Millie Derricks to our show today. Welcome, Millie. Hi, Jean. Thank you. That was a beautiful exercise. Thank you for that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, I was very intrigued by your story. And I like to share a quote by Mahatma Gandhi. It is easy enough to be friendly to one's friends, 
But to befriend the one who regards himself as your enemy is the quintessence of true religion. So you internalize this concept. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you in this area of consciousness and vibration. Well, uh, my story starts with the illness too, as you just said. And having the lupus, first I thought it was the enemy that I had to vanquish. But little by little, I started to believe that I had to befriend the wolf, which is the title of the book. Why? Because whenever we fight something, that persists. And the way to heal yourself is not through fighting, it's through loving. So I had to precisely raise my vibration to love, because only in love is there true healing. So my story begins with the illness and almost dying and being in all these negative thoughts and the why me and the victim inside me. And little by little, I had to change my whole attitude, my whole mental frame. I had to raise my consciousness in order to accept this. And one of the things you need to do to accept is precisely to uplift your spiritual identity because you really do choose whatever happens to you. And when you accept that this is a choice you made in order to learn something, then you can really internalize that feeling and heal yourself, which is exactly what I did today. I, I, can, I can brag about being completely drug-free and living a perfectly normal life, which is difficult for a lupus patient. Of course, mm -hmm. I still care for myself and do everything I need to do, but everything I need to do, I found that alternative methods, of course, doc I respect doctors completely, but alternative methods really go to the cause. So what I did in my long story with this is learn all these alternative methods that get you in balance, balancing the body, the mind, and the emotion, and the spirit, because it's in this balance that really health exists. And I think you know, today with all the... Yeah. No, no, go ahead. So, I think that today with all this COVID and all these things, what we really need to do is get our immune systems in balance and our whole lives in balance. If this pandemic is teaching us anything, is that our society was out of balance with itself, with nature, with each other, and within ourselves. So I think the first step to go is balance within ourselves, with our body, with our mind, with our emotions, and with our spirits. You know, that's so beautiful and so powerful. And you're not just talking, you have actually demonstrated this. And I love this holistic aspect of ourselves, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, because sometimes we start just focusing on the physical and we get obsessed with the illness. And as they say, the more we focus on something, the more we create it or magnify it. And so really, you took this journey to another, you up-leveled yourself and healed yourself. I just think it's so powerful. It kind of reminds me of Louise Hay. She wrote a book, You Can Heal Your Life, and I, she healed herself from cancer. So it's that, you know, and this whole concept that our emotional state can, you know, really reflect the diseases, diseases on our body. So it's really powerful to uh you know, really look at this holistic aspect of ourselves. Why do you think it's so important yeah, they, to stay in, in the vibration of love? What What is that about? Because it's, you know, it's, it's like it's not that concrete. So how can we concretize the concept of vibration and consciousness? What is the connection? Well, what I found is that only in self-love and complete acceptance is there true healing. So you need to bring your consciousness and your awareness to that state. Because if you're not in that state and you're doubting yourself and you're judging yourself and you have all these negative thoughts, then that's going to come into your life. I think about the universe like a huge mirror. So whatever's coming into your life is reflecting something about you. So whatever is coming into your life is something that you have within. Actually, Wayne Dyer used to express this thought by saying that if you squeeze an orange, what will you get? 
orange juice because that's what's inside you. Mm. So in your life, if you get illness or if you get bankruptcy or if you get any of these things, there's something inside you that's attracting that and that you have to heal within you for you to be able to attract that in your life and in, the, in a positive way. So if I'm vibrating to, he, to health, I will attract health. If I'm vibrating to abundance, I will attract abundance. And that's that concept, we have heard this concept many times, but we yes. don't know how to do it. Yes, I think actualizing this, because as I indicated, it seems so elusive and not that concrete. And it is more of a spiritual practice that manifests in our physical and emotional, mental well-being. Uh, what happens if we don't, you know, if we travel down this road of low vibration and not be aware of what we need to do to make the change to move ourselves to a higher vibration? What can we expect in our lives if we if we stay at the low vibration? And what is low as we look at the comparison? Well, we can expect to attract that. So, for example, if I'm vibrating at a level of anger, I will get myself into situations that make me angry and that activate that resonance within me. And if I am resonating at the level of being a victim, I will attract all these people that will perpetrate against me, that will do things to me so I can be the victim. And if I am vibrating at the level of being a perpetrator, I will attract victims into my life that I can actually bother. So it's it's mm. really a mirror. You have to think of the universe as a mirror. Whatever's coming into your life, that's what you are emanating. That's what your spirit is really about. And if it's something you don't like, then there's something within you you have to heal. Also with relationships. You can see it so clearly in your relationships. If you have conflict within your relationship, then you have conflict within you. And yes. that's, that's the part you have to heal. You won't heal it outside. You have to heal it inside you. And the outside will heal itself because the okay. universe will reflect that to you. That's so important because we're radiating energy every second of our lives. And what we radiate, the energy we radiate is so important. And it shows us if we're out of balance, even by the way we feel, what we're thinking. And to pay attention to that is so important, as I indicated earlier, uh, after I kind of read a, a spiritual book to up-level my practice and the author said, just look around at your life. You created it. And I went into a fear mode. I'm like, gosh, how can I make the change? And it was step by step, uh, changing my vibration, looking at what I wanted to attract. And I think the realization of it is seeing how it makes a difference because some people think, hey, I, I just can't do this. This, you know, I, I just don't see how to really move beyond all these things that I've created, but it takes a step-by-step -step approach. It is, and it's not really that hard. They have made us think that everything's so hard and that you have to be a saint to be able to do this, but it's not true. It's it's really a step-by-step -step thing, like, like learning to play the piano. How do you learn to play the piano? You have to sit and play the piano. You can't really do it by proxy or by not doing it. So that's, that's the thing with spiritual practice. It's not something you do once in your life. It's something you have to incorporate as part of your life, as part of everything you do, like being a great pianist. If you want mm -hmm. to really vibrate at that level, go do it. Yes, I, I love that. It requires commitment and practice every moment and to really examine your thoughts and what you're feeling. And I think as we look at the whole concept of disease, it's just kind of my opinion that, uh, you know, a lot of people focus a lot on it, talk a lot about it, <laughs> and it becomes part of your consciousness, right? And and you're 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 getting more you know perhaps talking about the negative aspects of it waking up with this burden as you perceive it um, you know it's like you have to really look at in my opinion how can I refuse to allow uh, to, not to allow this illness be a part of my consciousness even though I'm aware of what I need to do to make changes I think on the other side. That's one way to go, but that's rejecting something. And okay. from my experience of illness, you can't mm -hmm. really reject anything. Okay. So I would go about it the other way around. If this is manifesting in my life, 
What is inside me that's bringing this to me? Where am I ill inside? Where am I out of balance inside? Which aspect of me is not really functioning correctly? Is it my emotions? Is it my thinking? Is it my body? Pathogens do exist. And when your body, when your pH balance is out of balance, then you get sick. Yes, the, the pathogens do exist. But it's if your immune system is well and balanced, it should be able to take care of the of any bug, of any virus, bacteria, or pathogen in life. So first, accept that you are feeling this fear and that you are feeling this illness sort of attacking you. First, it's mentally. And then find out what's out of balance inside you and heal it from inside. So instead of rejecting anything, I would accept that I'm feeling that. Okay, I love that. I love that. So it's not a matter of disowning it. Uh, is that what you're saying? But to really look at what is this illness telling me about myself yes. so that I can go deeper inside myself and and really what root out or weed out all these uh, negative vibrations that are not serving me. Yeah, heal them. Yeah, your own wolf. And if and if COVID-19 is your wolf, well, you have to befriend it. See why it's being there and then inside yourself, see where the illness is inside you, accept that part of you, love it, and then you can you can really love and accept yourself. Because as long as we're rejecting part of ourselves, we're not really loving ourselves. Okay, I love that. That's a very important con- concept. And you gave this illness, lupus, you gave it a face and you gave it a name, which is I think is just awesome because it, it really kind of made it, I guess, something that you really wanted to uh, tackle or deal with. Well, maybe not tackle, but give it the vibration of love to heal yourself. Is that how it works? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly that. And also, the, all the alternative methods do work because they help you get into balance. So it's, for me, it's more, much more a matter of befriending everything out there and just mm-hmm. being able to be with it and love yourself even though you have all these faults because we all do and we all have faults and we all have negative thoughts and we can't judge ourselves for it. We need to love ourselves despite it. Mm, that is so, so very powerful, Millie, and you have demonstrated this. Uh, I mean, it's it, to me, it's so powerful what you've done. And when I uh, engaged in conversation with you, I was just fascinated by your, your story of healing yourself. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with our guest, Millie Derricks, author of Befriending the Wolf, Master Healer, on Raising Consciousness to the Vibration of Love. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Life-changing events can have positive and or negative repercussions. When they happen, they can feel elating or devastating to those affected. It can also get in the way of your personal and professional life. On Life-Altering Events with host Frank Zakari, we examine the scope of these events and discuss how to move forward in the wake of the opportunities presented. It's never too late to get started or pick up the pieces and move forward. Listen Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back, everyone. You've been listening to Love Like Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And joining me is our guest, Millie Derricks, Raising Consciousness to the Vibration of Love. Millie, you have really given us some powerful insight on this whole process of connecting with our inner self to heal and raise our vibration. But I'd love for you to touch more on what is consciousness? We hear a lot about that. What is it? What is it all about? Well, I think consciousness is where we can really make a difference of coming to self-love and acceptance. Why? Because it's, I think it has three very important characteristics. First, it's our capability of self-knowledge of who I am, of knowing that I'm a particular entity, an individual. But it also makes us capable of questioning. And when we can question, we can choose. So consciousness is where free will exists. And also the third thing is attention. Where our attention goes, our consciousness and therefore our energy follow. So consciousness is very important because that's where we can really choose. We can't really choose our biology, but we can choose our consciousness because it's the where free will lives. So I would it's very easy to know your consciousness. I would like to share a little exercise. Good. There's the different of consciousness. The first one is just your body parts. If you put your attention in your different body parts, you can actually feel them and be conscious of them. So it's not really such a complicated concept. So if I say, feel your left foot and consciously relax it, you can do that. So that's the first level of consciousness, just your body, your being conscious of you. And then I like to tell to take my clients or my, my consultants through their emotional consciousness. Put your consciousness in your emotions. Where do you feel them in your body? So take, take one, for example. Take fear. Fear is very latent right now. So take fear. Just think of something that makes you afraid and find it in your body and see how it feels. For me, it feels like a clenching in the, in the mouth of the stomach and an acceleration of my breathing. So once I know how my body reacts to fear and I can name the fear, I'm conscious of the fear. And from being conscious, I can actually choose. So if you're right now in that emotion of fear, you can change that. You can go into a memory in which you were so happy incredibly joyful and happy, a perfect moment in your life. And just close your eyes and go into that memory and let yourself feel that joy in every single cell and see how that feels in your body. When you can feel it in your body, you're actually going into that feeling And it's actually that easy to choose what you want to feel. You don't have to be a slave to emotions. You can acknowledge the fear and then choose differently and go into joy. So going into joy. Could you feel that? Yes, I love that. I, I was really taking it all in because it was so practical as to how you can really focus your energy, refocus your energy, and then change the, uh, what is it, changing the vibration with thoughts of joy as opposed to fear and, and that as well? Yes, because mm-hmm. that's that's free will. And it's not that complicated. You don't have to go into the mountains and be a hermit. <laughs> it's yes. not a choice. <laughs> that's so powerful. You can choose this in your life. That is so powerful. And, you know, our, our feeling, our vibrations of uh, what self-love and self-worth, you know, some people may feel like, okay, I have this. Maybe I did something wrong in my life and maybe I deserve to have this illness. 
uh, and they just uh, yeah, and know, that's really, a negative thought, and that's a negative mm-hmm. belief. Mm-hmm. And in order, yeah, negative thoughts and negative beliefs are there for everybody because that's the way we're taught and that's the way we're raised. If you see education in every sense, not only in schools but in in society, it's geared towards everything we shouldn't do. So we get told all the time that we shouldn't do this, we shouldn't do that, we shouldn't. So we all grow up with this belief that we are not enough, that we are unworthy, because we get told that. And it's nobody's fault, but you just have to take that back, take that power back and say, okay, that was my education and that that has a social function so that we can all agree to behave a certain way. But now I can take back my own power and decide what to feel about myself. Because as you said at the beginning of the program, we are all love and we are all divine energy. What could be unworthy about love and divine energy? Absolutely nothing. So that belief is not really, doesn't hold ground when you go to the spirit level and you realize that you are made out of divine energy because that's all there is in the universe. There isn't anything else. If you believe in a creator, you can call it God or source or universe, but that energy of creation is love. So we are made of that energy and there can be nothing unworthy about it. So when you realize that and you decide to feel that way about yourself and you put your attention in that feeling like we just did, exactly like we just did, it's not complicated at all. You just go there to that realization Put your attention there and the feeling will follow. Consciousness will follow. I love that. It's so powerful and it seems so easy, but it requires discipline and commitment because our light gets dimmed from these, what, learned beliefs (laughs) and they become, they just become a, a part of every aspect of our lives. And so what you're saying is that we have to really be more conscious of our thoughts and more aware of what we're saying to ourselves and how we're feeling and then shift it. Is that correct? That's correct. And that's, that's where consciousness comes in because you can, you can put your attention in your thoughts and see what negative language you're using against yourself. And then you can change your resonance with it, your vibration. And to change your resonance, you have to go to the opposite side. It's like, imagine a train and changing tracks from it. You're going in one direction. You have all the steam to go Mm -hmm. in that direction. And how do you change tracks? Well, you just change the track. You change the train of thought. And you go in another direction. And it does, it does need discipline in the way that you need to be observant of yourself. And whenever you're feeling ill, and that consciousness of the body is very useful for that, because when your body is not feeling well, there is some emotional component to that. So you have to really observe yourself and say, okay, what's making me uncomfortable? What's making me anxious or sad? And you go to that belief, you find it in yourself, and then you can change it. But you can't really change it unless you see it, you know it, you acknowledge it, and you accept that the, that belief is there. Because if, if you don't name it, it stays in the shadow. I, I heard you say you like Carl Jung. Carl Jung talked a lot about the shadow. And everything we don't like about ourselves, we put in the shadow side of ourselves because we don't want to look at it. But when you do that, you are neglecting or rejecting a part of yourself, mm-hmm. which goes to the first concept. You have to accept yourself with your shadow. And in your shadow, there are all these negative beliefs that are really untrue because you are love. You are divine energy. So all those thoughts, all those beliefs are just taught things. Just learn them with education and with life and with tripping. But if you can think of life as this wonderful experience that your soul chose to come into the world and experience from a place of love, because in spirit we are love. We can't experience anger or frustration or sadness because we realize we're love. We are living in that energy. So you have to come here and get a body and forget all this in order to be able to experience life. But when you see life from that angle, everything's wonderful. Everything's a beautiful experience because that's what your soul chose in order to live a life. 
So that changes the whole thing. I, I love your uh, this visualization about changing the tracks. <laughs> Because if you keep that thought in your mind, it's like, okay, when, when do I need to shift? If I'm sitting here, you know, immersed in a lot of negative thoughts or whatever, or history, you know, people are so connected to their history, which is only a memory. And those negative memories create uh, negative vibrations. So just uh, being aware of it and, as you say, change the track. <laughs> You know, telling yourself, uh, okay, I need to shift or I'm going down this uh, path and I need and it's not it's taking me further down the rabbit hole. And I really I need to shift and be more in control to joy. Uh, I think about an experience that brings me joy to lift my vibration. Exactly. And or something that you were really good at, for example, when I when I because we all do this, when I get into fear, when I hear the news and I hear about all these people getting sick and you can see all the images of the hospitals and it's really overwhelming and strong. Yes. yes. And then I have to sit back and say, OK, if I could heal myself from lupus then yes. can do this. And even if I get that illness, which is very strong, and I, I'm one of the complicated cases, there is absolutely no reason for me not to be able to get through that experience also. And even in the worst case scenario, because I have this exercise about fear that's very useful, and it's going to the worst, worst case scenario when your mind doesn't let you alone. Go to the worst scenario, go there. If I get COVID-19 and I can't breathe and I'm dying, that's the worst case scenario for everybody. And then solve for that. Just make a plan. Have your insurance papers ready. Have the number of the doctor ready. Know which hospital you would go to. Have the route. Have the way. Solve it. And then you can and then you can change tracks because you can't really convince your mind to go out of a of a menacing situation without giving it some kind of resolution. Mm, so you need powerful. to plan for this. Yeah, very powerful. And then you can you can change track. But always, always solve for the worst case scenario. What is worrying you? And that's acknowledging. That's saying, okay, I have this fear and it's a very real fear. How would I solve for that? Mm, when you have I a plan, it. then you change your mind. I love that. So what you're saying, hey, take... Uh, Get a plan to to actually look at uh, uh, solving the problem, not just kind of because you can't really move forward unless you have a plan. You know, aside from looking at the whole this holistic aspect of ourselves, this is part of it. Uh, let me think about, OK, what's the plan? What are some resolutions uh, or solutions that I can uh, make towards solving this problem? Should it uh, uh, happen or or even presently, if I'm experiencing uh, a particular situation that is unaligned with my highest good, how can I move forward? So you have so the good news is that you really do need to sit down and make a plan. As you shift, yeah. and that helps you shift as well, because I realize if I have a plan, then it, it makes me more centered <laughs> and, and more empowered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I want, go ahead. The, the human mind, oh, sorry. The mm -hmm. human mind is a, is a machine that solves problems. So when there is a problem, and right now there is a problem out there, there is a pandemic, you can't really ignore it because your mind won't let you. So go there. Acknowledge the fear, acknowledge what you're doing, plan for it, and then choose how you want to feel and go there like a train track. Mm, I love that. Now, some people um, just, well, how do you look at this concept of avoidance? Like some people say, gosh, I just don't look at the TV. I don't look at the news. I just don't want to take that into my consciousness. Uh, is that an avoidance and is it a problem? Uh uh, what is the, I guess, going back to balance, can you elaborate on that? Because you can get mired into, you know, obsessing with the news and what's happening and or you can avoid it altogether. What's the balance with that? Well, you, I think you have to know what's going on because we do live in a world and that world has things happening. If you're living in a war zone, you are living in a war zone. And if you're living in a pandemic, you're living in a pandemic. That's that's a fact of life that's out there. So you do need to know what's going on in order to be able to plan for it. Mm 
But obsessing over the news and all these sad images does get you down. So I think enough to know what's going on and to be able to plan for it. And things are changing so rapidly. We, we know some things one day and then we get a completely different picture the next day. So we, knew, we do need to get on top of things because your mind won't let you and people around you won't let you just be a hermit in the mountain unless you're willing to go and be a hermit in the mountain. I'm not willing to do that. So I live in, in a world, I live in a family, I live, I live in a country and things are going on. So I do need to keep abreast of things, but not obsess over them. So it's, it's really, you have to know yourself enough or observe yourself enough to know, okay, that's, that's enough news. I know what's going on. I know that my plan still works or my plan doesn't work anymore and I need to change my plan. And then forget about it and choose. And that's when you choose. And for example, I, I find things that you do very comforting. So for example, if you enjoy cooking, You've seen the news, you've done your plan. Now go do something you really like. Go for mm. a walk in the woods, go cook a meal, go watch a movie that's really upbeat and nice. Get out of that frame of mind because you already have a plan. You don't need to wallow there forever. Mm. That's, what, that's what I find a lot of people doing because if you avoid it, whatever you avoid and you resist persists. That, mm. that saying is so true. So when you try to avoid it completely, it will persist into your consciousness because you will turn on the TV eventually or you will talk to somebody eventually and they, they will go there because it's a fact of life that's happening out there. And I know we're, uh, as we're quarantined and on lockdown, a lot of people are with members of their family and others who don't share these same kinds of uh, beliefs and maybe they're in the fear mode and you're kind of around them in the closed environments. Uh, I'd like for you to kind of talk a little bit more about that after we go to commercial break. Think about that because it's like if I'm in control and I'm vibrating higher and but I'm around family members who don't share this this same uh, concept. Uh, how do you really achieve a sense of balance when you're in the closed quarters with people who probably stay in the fear mo mode? So I'd love for you to kind of talk about that when we come back from our uh, break. Uh, so keep your thoughts. And uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with Millie Derricks on raising your consciousness to the vibration of love. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. You have the power to be stronger, live fearlessly, and enjoy the benefits of a great life. Listen for Fearlessly Authentic with host Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody has proven at an age when many start to slow down that she is just getting started. With two grown daughters, a successful business that she started at 50, a finalist in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and a two-time world bikini champion, she's ready to take you to the next level in your life. Fearlessly Authentic airs Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to our show, Love Live with host. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish. If you're just joining us, we're with guest Millie Derricks, Raising Consciousness to the Vibration of Love. And Millie, uh, before we left for break, I would love for you to share how can we, uh, in our closed quarters and on lockdown, if you're trying to uh, resonate at a higher vibration and you're around family members or others who are you know, obsessed with, you know, maybe the, the, the illness or possibilities. How can you deal with that? What are some, what, what can we do about that? Well, I think we, we all have this problem because we all have even our moments in which we go into fear. So I, I would go about it the exact same way. I would first find it in me. If, if that person is saying something and that's resonating within me, if I'm falling into the fear with them, then I haven't resolved it within me. So I have to go into my own fear first and revise everything I've done for it, my plans, my, my whatever, and then accept the other person's fear. You can't really reject the other person as you can't reject aspects of yourself. Mm-hmm. So accept mm-hmm. that that person is in fear and you can, you can share all these things and you can tell them, well, make a plan for that fear and let's do this together. And then we can do something we enjoy together. So rejecting them and going into fights with them that, oh, you're being so negative and I hate your negative energy. That's going to put you into anger and frustration. Mm. So don't go. Just try to get them out of their negative mood by doing the same thing you're doing. If it worked for you, it should work for them. And you can teach them. You can even help them get out of their negative mood by doing the same thing you're doing. Make a plan. Go into something positive. Let's do something that we enjoy and go into joy and happiness. And if they want to obsess about the news and they want to be there and you've done everything you can then you pat yourself on the back you say I've done everything I can I will love them anyway accept them in their horrible mood and just accept that they're there and they don't want to get out of there and that, I love that because I, I think sometimes people learn just by observing how you are. It's like, how how is Millie maintaining this positive <laughs> level of, of being uh, when I'm so miserable? And I think uh, they will, through observation, they may say, well, what are you doing to make a difference? And can, that can be encouraging by demonstrating uh, who you are and being this vibration of love. Yeah, and remember, if if you get pulled down into fear again, then there's still something to resolve within you. If you Mm -hmm. still get pulled into conflict, there's still something to resolve within you. So I think we should take this as a beautiful opportunity life is giving us to actually make that stop. It made the world stop. So let's take advantage of that stop and really go inside ourselves and see where we are, where we're resonating at. And speaking of resonance is really important. Okay. And I think what's beautiful is that not only because we're in the midst of this challenge, this is a way of life. So whatever works now, just take it into your your everyday experience, not just because we're in this particular challenge. So it should change us in some way. Can you share with us, you know, practical tools and, um, you know, alternative methods that can be helpful for us? resources? Sure, because I spent spent about 14 years doing and then learning all kinds of methods. So I've really been out there and I know there's a lot of charlatans too. We have to address that problem. There are a lot of charlatans and a lot of people that tell you that their method is the absolute panacea. And my experience is that many, many methods work beautifully, but none of them are the panacea, which is why I learned so many of them. For example, one of the most healing ones I've come across is resonance repatterning. This is by a, a beautiful teacher and a beautiful human being called Chloe Wordsworth. 
she's from England and she lived in the US for a while. And she came up with this method of changing your resonance, talking about vibration and resonance. That's exactly what she does. She goes into the cause of the resonance problem of the belief and changes the resonance with it. So if you're resonating in fear, you can change your resonance. And any anybody can look for a practitioner of resonance repatterning. We are a lot around the world. And it works beautifully at a distance. So you can you can have a session by Skype or by phone, and it works so incredibly well. So resonance repatterning, I really, really recommend. It changed my life, and it has changed a lot of people's lives. Also, biomagnetism is a really good tool, and that's healing through through magnets. And what that does is puts your, your the pH of your body neutral, and in a neutral pH of the body, no virus or, vac- or bacteria can thrive. So you you have your body being a non, not not a good environment for the bug. So that's really helpful. And also Reiki, I I found that Reiki through my illness, the only thing that really elevated my energy and cleansed my energetic field was Reiki. And there are a lot of Reiki practitioners also. And it also works at a distance. I'm thinking of things that can actually be done at a distance because we're all, as you said, in our homes and we need things that can actually be done at a distance. So that's really nice. Mm-hmm. And also for the for the and, and all of these, for me, hypnotherapy has been incredible. So Ericksonian psychotherapy is a kind of hypnosis. But also there are a lot of other very, very deep hypnotic states that can also be done at a distance. All my colleagues of those things are doing it at a distance, like past life regression therapy or life between lives regression therapies. And that takes you into the spirit and into the big picture of things. So if you're having doubts about the purpose or the meaning of life or the meaning of this, you can go into one of those. They're really deep hypnotic processes but you can really go into one of those and find out who your soul is and and what's the purpose of this life and why you chose to be here now so those are really deep and really change your mind also but these have to be done in present and so that maybe not so useful right now but acupuncture is millennial knowledge from china and it works really really incredibly well And also ozone therapy is having a lot of good results right now, either by drinking it or by having your blood get ozone. And it also kills a lot of bugs. But of course, you have to be there for that one. So maybe when things open up, acupuncture and ozone therapy. Okay, those are really powerful. And I know a lot of times I've heard that we can be reliving, you know, past uh, experience in our in our present life so uh, a lot of these modalities can really be helpful and as you indicated you can actually have things done online with reputable people right right and there there's associations for this you can you can find a, a therapist that has learned past life regression with brian wise he's like the master of Mm-hmm. And life between lives with the Michael Newton Institute. You just go to the to the appropriate pages, and the people with certifications for these therapies are good. <laughs> If not, they wouldn't be certified. Well, those also are- resonance repatterning. Okay, cool. Go we ahead. have a page for repatterning, and you can find people all around the world, and whoever you click with can mm. do a session on. Thank you. That, those are powerful uh, suggestions and recommendations. So. Millie, how can people get in contact with you to know more about you or if they want to connect with you? And I think you have a special gift for our audience of listeners. Yes, I have a special gift of of my book, Befriending the Wolf, because in it I go into a lot of very practical ways to keep your immune system well that I think could help people right now. So for the first five people who send me an email, I will have a book delivered to their house. So five books, I think, is a, is a good gift. What is and the way you can reach? Yeah, oh, good. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you can go to the webpage, the www.befriendingthewolf.com. That's, that's an easy name to remember. Also, I have another one on my name, and I also get emails from that one. 
or my Facebook page, also in my name or in Befriending the Wolf. I think those are the easiest to remember, the milliediericks.com and the befriendingthewolf.com and also the Facebook. So people can reach me there and send me an email. And for the first five people, I'll get them a Befriending the Wolf copy. What an excellent gift. And I really thank you for joining me today on Love Light. Raising Consciousness to the Vibration of Love. You have been an excellent guest and given us great practical tips, and especially during this challenging time. Thank you, Millie, for joining me today. Thank you so much, Jean, for having me. All right. Well, thank you so much. So today we have really been inspired by Millie Derrick's Raising Vibration to the Consciousness of Love with a lot of understanding and practical tips to help us every moment of the day. We've learned a lot about taking care of our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of ourselves with practical exercises to enhance our well-being and become more empowered. So take advantage of those uh, strategies and tools to move forward and become more empowered in our lives and help others that are, who are around us in our everyday life as well. Tune in next week with Dr. Anwar Fazal. Uh, Global Laureate from Malaysia on Right Livelihood, Peace, Justice, and the Environment. We encourage you to keep my love light reflection journal. And on your first page, write my love mantra, which is I am worthy, I am light, I am love. We have a love light practice exercise each week and Please visit my website, www.jeanfarrisjourney.com, for the love practice exercise for the week. Also, send me your insights and comments from our show and also your love practice exercises, and I will share your results or comments live on Love Light. So I do look forward to hearing from you. Much gratitude to Voice America team for making this show a reality and shining their love light around the world. Uh, They have so many empowering shows, and I so appreciate you for tuning in to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. And remember that an empowered self is a loving self, and keep your love light shining. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.